Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 795, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send in the questions, and I answer them for you. As I always say, I want this to be a place where you can expect to learn the truth, where we bust through some of these myths. This is a place where I will look at the research before giving you an answer. Okay. Let's hear today's question as we optimize your life. Hi, Dr. Malik. My question for you is, what are the benefits of excess post-exercise oxygen consumption, also known as afterburn? I've heard a couple fitness studios have um, a concept around this and saying that after you exercise with a certain heart rate that you keep burning calories up to 36 hours after the exercise. Is this true or what kinds of things should I know about this? Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you for your question, caller. Let me start by talking about what excess post-exercise oxygen consumption, abbreviated EPOC or EPOC, actually is. Oh, and as you mentioned, Sometimes excess post-exercise oxygen consumption is called the afterburn effect. So I'll use that term synonymously with EPOC. Now, believe it or not, this concept is not new. It goes back to the early 1900s. Back in 1910, researchers actually had the technology to measure how many calories a person was burning. And in case you want to nerd out on this, I'll tell you what that machine was called, a calorimeter. I mean, personally, I had no idea this technology existed back then. But anywho, back then researchers suspected that there was something going on, that after someone exercised, their bodies had to return back to normal, and doing that probably took some energy. Well, it turns out their suspicions were correct. But even to this day, we don't truly understand what's going on. Here's the theory according to most researchers. After we exercise, 
the body does indeed have to adapt again and try and return to pre-exercise levels. For example, after we cool down, the body has to replace the oxygen that was used in the blood and the muscles. This is where that whole term oxygen consumption comes from the term excess post-exercise oxygen consumption. The body also has to replenish its energy stores. It also needs to cool down and excrete toxins that may have accumulated during the workout, like lactic acid. Remember, lactic acid is what causes that burning sensation in your muscles when you're working out really hard. And we have to get rid of that lactic acid, otherwise it can be toxic to the body. So again, all of these processes take energy. And these processes happen because you exercise. For example, you wouldn't have too much lactic acid building up in your muscles naturally, unless, of course, there was an underlying unrelated health problem. This buildup of lactic acid happened because you exercised. Then there are the hormones that get secreted during and after your workout, which can also influence the number of calories burned. So again, these excess calories are being burned after exercise. But again, we don't know which of these processes contribute most to this afterburn effect, which means, again, the calories you're burning after exercise. So we may not know why some experience this afterburn effect and for how long that effect lasts, but most researchers agree that exercise intensity seems to be very important. When it comes to how long you need to spend working out and the types of activities you need to perform to maximize this afterburn effect, it's hard to say. For example, it's possible that splitting up your routine, also called doing split sessions, may increase this afterburn effect. For example, let's say you normally work out for 50 minutes all at once. A split session might mean you work out for 25 minutes in the morning and then 25 minutes in the evening. You still work out for 50 minutes total that day, but by splitting it up, some studies have found that this may increase the number of extra calories you burn after both sessions. Researchers have also found that resistance training may increase post-exercise oxygen consumption more than doing cardio. In fact, lifting heavy weights may increase this afterburn effect more than lifting lighter weights for more reps. But here's the deal. The common theme seems to be to increase the intensity somehow, some way. Basically, if it's safe for you to do so, increase the intensity of your workouts to the point where you fail the talk test. Failing the talk test is the goal. Here's what I mean. Imagine you're in the middle of your workout and someone walks up to you and asks you if you're done using that dumbbell. Are you able to respond to them? Or are you breathing so heavily that even muttering a yes or no would be nearly impossible? If you are unable to answer the question because it would be nearly impossible for you to say a yes or a no, you have failed the talk test. This means you are working at a high intensity. And this seems to be important for maximizing the afterburn effect. So fail the talk test if you want to potentially maximize the excess calories you burn after the workout. So, how long will the afterburn effect last? No one can say for sure. So, if someone claims that after following their specific routine or workout, you're going to experience excess post-exercise oxygen consumption for five hours or 24 hours or 36 hours or whatever, they're lying. This is because it's nearly impossible to know for sure. Why? Well, many studies don't account for other factors that may influence excess post-exercise oxygen consumption. These factors include things like 
the time of day you exercise, other unstructured activities that you do throughout the day that aren't related to your workout, your food consumption, your caffeine intake, the ambient temperature, stress, all of these factors will affect how many calories you burn after exercise and for how long. And as you can imagine, there are many differences between individuals when it comes to things like how much caffeine they're consuming, what foods they eat, the temperature in which they work out, their stress levels. Again, this is why we can't know for sure. But the consensus seems to be that this afterburn effect may last anywhere from one hour after exercise up to 48 hours. And of course, this depends on the person and these other lifestyle factors I just mentioned. But really, the key is, if you want to experience the most afterburn effect, think about increasing the intensity of your workouts, and if it's safe for you to do so, fail the talk test. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit and listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you again for the question, caller you'll be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And don't forget, we're always accepting more questions for the Friday Q&A. I love listening to and answering them. And if you send one in, you too can be in a very small raffle every month to win a book. To send me a question, just come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. Or you can call in your question. The number is 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. Both methods are in this episode's description, which you can find at oldpodcast.com. I thank you so much again for listening. Thank you for your continued support. Thank you for sending in your questions. Have a wonderful weekend, and I'll see you back here on Monday where your optimal life awaits.